You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome into SB Nation's Sunday Late Night Wrap-Up. This is a show where you will find out what happened in each and every game across the NFL in Week 7. Before we get to the games, I want to remind you the Sunday Late Night Wrap-Up is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. A ton of NFL action to get to, but let's start with Sunday night football. The Indianapolis Colts traveled to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Both teams with slow starts this season as the Colts sit at 2-4 headed into this one, and the 49ers sitting at 2-3 in the loaded NFC West. Niners rookie running back Elijah Mitchell opened up the scoring in this one with a 14-yard touchdown at 10-17 in the first quarter. Here is six. They call the same number. Here's Mitchell for the touchdown. Mitchell had 14 carries in the first half for 93 yards. The weather was not kind in this game, dealing with rain all throughout. Carson Wentz hit Mo Ali Cox for a touchdown to get Indy on the board late in the first quarter. That was before he had maybe one of the worst interceptions you'll ever see. Wentz surveying, escapes, and throws it right into the arms of Alshire. Lost control of the ball. Nick Bosa created it, forced the issue. Alshire is right there. He makes two big plays in a row. Wentz bounced back, however, for a score just before the half to put the Colts up 13-12 at the break. Play clock at one. And it is Wentz who takes it in himself. The rain played a big part in this one as both teams struggled to hang on to the ball, resulting in multiple fumbles. A Jimmy G third quarter fumble proved costly as the Colts moved inside the 10-yard line after a pass interference call that set up a Jonathan Taylor touchdown to take a 20-12 third quarter lead. Jimmy G got things going to start the fourth with a three-play 70-yard drive that led to a Debo Samuel 14-yard touchdown, but the Niners failed the two-point conversion. They still trailed 20-18. to The Colts answered with a field goal, and then with just over five minutes left in the fourth quarter, cornerback Xavier Rhodes made a fantastic play, batting the ball away from Debo Samuel and managing to intercept the ball. To the outside, into traffic, and it's going to be picked off. It is Xavier Rhodes. This led to a 28-yard touchdown from Wentz to Michael Pittman. Pick it to him. Wentz going all the way in the end zone to Michael Pittman for the touchdown. Pittman just snatched it out of the air. Pittman finished the game with four grabs for 105 yards in that score. Jonathan Taylor also with another big game, finishing with 107 yards on 18 touches. 
All hope was lost for the 49ers late in the fourth quarter when a Jimmy G pass simply slipped out of his hand and went for another INT. That wound up being the game-sealing play. Colts are now 3-4. and four. They take on the Tennessee Titans next week. The San Francisco 49ers head to Chicago at 2-4 and four on the season. Washington football team traveled to Lambeau Field, and Aaron Rodgers opened the game carving up the awful Washington secondary. Fantasy owners, for whatever reason, have been a little bit worried about Devontae Adams only having two touchdowns this season. Aaron heard you and made sure to hit Adams on a 17-yard score to open the game. Stand right here. Rodgers looks to throw. Scrambles to his right. He pumps. He throws back against the grain. Adams is in. What a play. Rodgers to Adams. Touchdown, Green Bay. Taylor Heineke answers, though, with a 40-yard touchdown to Terry McLaurin with 2.33 left in the first quarter. Already packed in tight here for first down. Jalen Smith on the blitz, almost gets home. Heineke lets it fly. McLaurin, end zone, touchdown! Packers grabbed the lead just before the half when Aaron Rodgers found Alan Lazard for a 10-yard touchdown. Seconds of this first half. Rodgers in rhythm, tosses end zone. It's been all about Lazard, and he caps it off with a touchdown. Rodgers opened things up in the second half with a 20-yard score to Robert Tunyon. Not much else after that, as the Packers walked away with a 24-10 victory to improve to 6-1 on the season. They have a huge Thursday night matchup against the Arizona Cardinals this week. Washington falls to 2-5, and and they get the 3-4 Denver Broncos up next. The Kansas City Chiefs traveled to Nashville on Sunday, and that Chiefs defense is still a problem. Titans' first drive goes eight plays for 75 yards. It ends in a Derrick Henry touch pass for the first score of the game. First and goal for Tennessee. Direct snap. Henry, he's going to pass it. Touchdown! Michael threw it! Titans' second drive is on the back of A.J. Brown. Ryan Tannehill completes a 46-yard grab, then caps it off with a 24-yard touchdown to Brown. Tannehill lofts it up. End zone! Tennessee. Chiefs defense is officially the get-right game for any opposing offense looking to grab its footing. Tannehill opened the game 7-for-7, seven seven and the Chiefs could not get anything going throughout the entire football game. The Chiefs continue to lead the league in turnovers as an offense, and Patrick Mahomes trailed in this one 27 to nothing at the end of the first half. Mahomes entered the second half with the largest deficit of his NFL career, and it didn't get any better for the Chiefs in the second half as they just managed a field goal. Titans didn't score in the second half, but they really didn't need to. Patrick Mahomes was sacked four times and took a shot to the helmet in the fourth quarter that saw Chad Henney finish the game under center. Chiefs confirmed after the game, Mahomes cleared the concussion protocol, and they chose to hold him out in a game that was out of reach. Titans are now 5-2. They take on the Colts next week, a team that they beat 25-16 back in Week 3. Chiefs head to Monday Night Football to take on the New York Giants. Next, we head to Miami. The Dolphins open things up in the scoring department as Tua Tungavailoa hits wide receiver Isaiah Ford for a 10-yard touchdown to take an early 7-0 lead. Matt Ryan then engineered a 10-play drive in the second quarter that ended with a Calvin Ridley touchdown. Touchdown. Ryan on the move to throw for the end zone. Touchdown, Calvin Ridley. 
Ryan opened up the third quarter with a 49-yard score to Russell Gage. Afterwards, he hit Cordero Patterson for a three-yard score early in the fourth quarter as the Falcons took a 27-14 lead. That's when things got interesting. Tua Tungavailoa led back-to-back fourth-quarter touchdown drives that put the Dolphins up 28-27 with 2.34 left in the game. Atlanta didn't Atlanta this one, though, and they drove the ball down the field for a young way coup game-winning field goal to put them up 30-28. to young way coup for the Falcon victory, and he nailed it! Atlanta wins! This time expires in Miami. The Falcons now sit at 3-3 three and three and have a matchup with the reeling Carolina Panthers team next week. The Dolphins sitting at 1-6 is one of the more disappointing teams in football. They take on the Buffalo Bills next week, fresh off their bye week. We head to Foxborough, where the New England Patriots have their second matchup against the New York Jets of the season. The Patriots' opening drive goes for 70 yards and ends with a Kendrick Bourne touchdown pass to Nelson Aguilar. 25-yard line on first and 10. They swing it to Bourne. This is a pass. Bourne! He's got Aguilar! Touchdown! We saw that play in practice on Friday. That is the first career pass attempt for Kendrick Bourne, and it goes for a touchdown. The next drive, the Patriots' Damian Harris broke off a 32-yard run to get inside the Jets' 10 and finish it off two plays later for the score. Zach Wilson was getting absolutely leveled by the Patriots in this game. Backup quarterback Mike White entered the game early in the second quarter as Wilson went to the locker room with a knee injury. Mike White managed to get the Jets on the board with a three-yard touchdown pass to Corey Davis with 10.45 to go in the second quarter. But it was just all Patriots in this one after the Wilson injury. They take a 31-7 lead into the half, and nothing got better in the second half for the Jets. Mac Jones finished the game with 307 yards on 24 completions for two touchdowns. Damian Harris was dominant, averaging 7.6 yards per carry and finishing with 106 yards and two scores. Pats win 54-13, and Jets quarterback Zach Wilson is expected to have an MRI on his knee, though the initial belief is he suffered an injury to his PCL. He's likely to miss some time. They fall to 1-5 and and get the red-hot Bengals next week, while the Patriots get the Chargers coming off of a bye week. Next, we head to MetLife Stadium, where there was really no offense to speak of in the early going of this game. The Giants took a commanding 5-3 lead in the second quarter after a field goal and a safety on Sam Darnold. The Sam Darnold slide continued this week as he was replaced in the third quarter, trailing 15-3 by backup P.J. Walker. Walker didn't get much going himself as this one ends with the final score 25-3. Giants improved to 2-5 and and the Panthers have dropped four in a row after starting the season 3-0. Matt Rule confirmed after the game Sam Darnold is the Panthers starting quarterback moving forward. The Giants have a Monday night football matchup with the Kansas City Chiefs next week while the Panthers take on the Atlanta Falcons. Now we travel to M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore with a matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson's been playing at an MVP level all season, and it's been apparent as he's gotten the Ravens to a 5-1 record. But they've struggled quite a bit against opposing tight ends this season, and it showed up in the second quarter on a two-play 80-yard scoring drive led by Joe Burrow when he hit C.J. Uzoma for a 55-yard touchdown. Toot on the move, blocked by Williams, long pass downfield, and there he goes, Uzama, dancing down there with Levine and Humphrey, and he breaks the tackle and takes it in for the touchdown. 
The Ravens tied the game on a Devontae Freeman one-yard touchdown run, but the Bengals marched down the field to take a 13-10 lead into halftime. The Ravens opened up the second half with a three-play 75-yard scoring drive that ended in a 39-yard touchdown to Hollywood Brown. The Bengals answered right back on National Tight Ends Day with another C.J. Uzoma touchdown, giving the Bengals the 20-17 lead in the third quarter. And the Ravens' lackluster tackling popped up all day long. It was never more apparent than on this Jamar Chase 82-yard touchdown. A lot of noise. Good blocking on the screws. Chase found the... Oh, there he goes! He had him in a blender and he's off to the races. This will be six. What a play. 82 yards. The Bengals never looked back as this one ends 41-17. Jamar Chase finished with eight catches for 201 yards and a touchdown. Burrow finished with 416 passing yards and three scores of his own. The Ravens and Bengals both with five and two records now. The Bengals have a matchup with the Jets coming up and the Ravens head into their bye week. Stopping by in Las Vegas now, the Eagles took an early 7-0 lead against the Raiders, but the Las Vegas Raiders offense went on a run after that, scoring 24 unanswered points. Nice play of the drive on second down, Carr fires, Moreau, touchdown, what a catch! Both teams saw their starting running backs leave due to injury. Miles Sanders exited the game early, being carted off the field with an ankle injury, and Josh Jacobs exited the game with a chest injury. He did not return. Jacobs did manage to grab a rushing score before his injury, but in a game without Darren Waller, the Raiders' passing game dominated the Eagles. The Eagles made things close at the end, but Derek Carr was impressive, completing 31 of his 34 passes for two touchdowns. That improves the Raiders to 5-2 atop the AFC West, headed into their bye week. The Eagles head to Detroit at 2-5. The Detroit Lions touched down in Inglewood, California on Sunday, and the Lions did everything they could to make this game interesting, opening the game with a DeAndre Swift touchdown, followed by an onside kick and a fake punt. Once the Rams got settled down, though, Matthew Stafford turned it on against his former team. Stafford finished 27-40 of 40 for 329 yards and three touchdowns. Cooper Cup continues to be one of the best wide receivers in football this season, catching 10 balls for 156 yards and two more scores. And a quick toss to Cup, and Cooper Cup knocks his way in for the touchdown and the Rams lead. Matthew Stafford becomes the 13th quarterback in NFL history to throw 300 touchdown passes. And the Rams sealed things up with a late-game Jalen Ramsey interception. Second and 10. Goff hit as he throws for the end zone. Intercepted! Jalen Ramsey with the pick at the goal line. Ramsey out of bounds. Shy of the 25. Final scores 28-19. to The Rams get the Texans next week. The Lions have the Eagles coming to town. At 0-7, they'll look to get Dan Campbell his first win as a head coach. Headed to Glendale, Arizona, where I believe we had a scoregami. The Texans somehow held the Cardinals scoreless in the first quarter, entering the second with a 2-0 lead after managing to run Kyler Murray into a safety. After a second quarter field goal, they went up 5 to nothing. That's when things got a little hairy for the Texans. The Cardinals ripped off 31 unanswered points. Kyler Murray threw three touchdowns and spread the ball around all throughout the game, including hitting new tight end Zach Ertz for a 47-yard touchdown. Wide open, he hit Zach Ertz. Ertz. 
starts. 15, 10, 5, touchdown Arizona. The Cardinals already boasted one of the league's best offenses headed into the day. Now they get a pre-trade deadline upgrade at tight end to make that offense even more scary as they look to remain the only undefeated team in football headed into a huge Thursday night matchup against the Green Bay Packers. Things don't get any easier for the Texans as they take on the 6-1 Rams next week. The Chicago Bears traveled to Tampa Bay, and this one was total domination by the defending Super Bowl champions. Brady completed 20 of 36 passes for 211 yards, but he threw four touchdowns, including touchdown number 600. Evans, 600, it is. Oh, that was the six on the board. Gotcha. I've never heard of 600 in anything in football, but Brady has it with a strike to Evans over the middle using his size. And how good is that 600, Jim? Brady also finished the day throwing touchdown 601 and 602. He's the first quarterback in NFL history with over 600 career passing touchdowns. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans both had huge days, especially Evans, who pulled off the touchdown hat trick. And the Bears continue to look totally lost offensively with their young quarterback, Justin Fields. Bucks win 38-3. They improve to 6-1 with an NFC South showdown against the New Orleans Saints coming up next. The Bears fall to 3-4 on the season. They've got the 49ers coming to town next week. That's going to do it for the Sunday late night wrap-up in week 7 of the NFL season. If you listen to this fine program, we do ask that you subscribe, rate, and review, preferably a five-star review. We're in the five-star business over here at the SB Nation NFL Show. Make sure you're locked into the channel all day today. Got Monday Football Monday coming up with RJ Ochoa and Pete Sweeney. I'm Steven Serta. I'll talk to you guys soon. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.